What is up, everybody? Welcome to Bold Women Podcast. My name is Maria Weiler, and I'm here with my dear friend, Mara Wilson. What's going on? I still always pause, like, are you going to say your name? <laughs> still to this day. And yeah. anyways, Meryl's here. What's up? What's up? She's right across from me. And then, um, yeah, hey. we have Byron on the keys. So we're just shouting him out. Big thanks to him for all that he does for us. But we are in a, not in a great topic. We are talking about a great topic today. And it's called, he's speaking, are we listening? So many times in life and as we go through life, and I know we can all say we have moments, especially as believers, where we're like, God, like, where are you? I'm trying to hear you. What's happening? Mm-hmm. But oftentimes he's really talking in a lot of ways around us. And it might not necessarily be in the ways that we think. So we're just, we're going to kind of tackle that topic today. So yeah, let's go. Let's, Meryl, let's dig in. Meryl, let's just cannonball this bad boy out here. <laughs> okay. Um, what is, That's not the word you used earlier. No. What'd you say? I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. As soon as I said cannonball, I was like, that's not right. No, I said, let's start with the softball question. Softball. Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. Well. Cannonballs more so explode. Softball's uh, better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Softball it to you. Off to a great start. All right. Uh, what is your <laughs> What is your favorite form of communication and why? <laughs> Texting. And why? Yeah. Because I don't have to hear voices. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I hear enough voices. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Funny. Wow. Funny. No, sometimes um I don't know. I like texting because I can take a minute and process mm. what's being sent to me and then think about my response before I say anything. I think it's yeah. What what about you? Gosh. Mm-hmm. I was thinking um more so like I really like when people say nice things, but then I feel like that's not really like a form of communication. That's more like love like languages. Compliments. <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, oh, that's more like love languages, like words of affirmation, like that I tend to be. Yeah, but I would say I am a big texture. I dislike voice messages. I dislike the voice things because I just feel like I'm, I'm really bad about like, unless it's a short one, I'm really bad about like listening to the voice like those voice memos, yeah. like right away. Like I'll get to them, but if it's short, I'll listen to it real quick. But there's very few people that I will answer the phone when they call, when they actually call to talk to me. <laughs> it's a very small number. Yeah. Not a bad thing. <laughs> Not care to talk over the phone. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like we've gotten more and more. I think it's the- just the dread of like seeing the name pop and you're like, oh, do I really have to answer that? Yeah, I would say there's a few people that I do too. I'm busy. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> all right, now that right. we just divulged that we're terrible Sorry. people. All right. I'm I promise. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so texting also for you? Also I would say also texting. Be- I would agree. Because we of that do text same, each other a lot. Yeah. And I would <laughs> say it's because of the same thing. Not like that I super have to think about what I say to you, but like <laughs> for the same similar reasons of that. I don't feel like it throws me off because I think sometimes I can be like, if I don't feel like I know what to say or if I'm not confident in my answer, like my voice will get shaky or I'll get a little like, ugh, even though it's like, I know that I have a thought or I know I have opinion sometimes. Okay. And I guess maybe here I'm an outward processor. So I think texting allows me to like do that versus like, if you're having a conversation with me and like, it's throwing me off, it's like, oh, I don't feel like I can process this right now. Yeah. Cause, cause Maria is that person where you'll get 
like 15 text messages. Don't be mad about it. <laughs> Don't be mad about it. It's me thinking out loud. Yeah. Like okay. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> All right. Okay. So now that we're both texters, if anybody wants to text us, come on, join. Sure. <laughs> All right. Um, holler. Holler at your girls <laughs> via text. Yeah. Would that be, uh, I was trying to think of a, a quirky name for it. Instead of like texting, it'd be like hexting. Because it'd be like what? hollering, texting. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, we're All moving right, on. Next. What are, okay. <laughs> Meryl. It's been a day. It's been a day, guys. It has been, <laughs> it's been a day. Okay. Anyways, um, I have right. a question for you. Okay, let's go. Okay, so we talked about like how, yes, texting is our like form of communication that we like, but what are various ways that God has communicated with you? Oh, with me? Yeah, I'm putting sure. a little spin on it. Like just thinking back over your life, what are some ways that he has? I think that the most common has been through like a random thought will come to my head Mm -hmm. and it'll almost be like I'm coaching myself on something. So then I'm like, wait a second. (laughs) Huh? It's that's hard to explain, but it's, it, it feels as though someone is like sending an audible message to your mind. If that makes sense. I it don't does. know how else to explain no, it. No, it does make sense. It's like something you just kind of know. You kind of just like hear it and you're like, oh, okay, that's from God because he's making me, because God convicts, you know, when, yeah. when he's talking to you, he's convicting, he doesn't condemn and he doesn't shame you. So that's a one way to distinguish the difference between, yeah. you know, that and, you know, hearing something from the enemy because he can also speak into mm-hmm. your mind. Um, So, yeah, I think that's probably the most common way. I don't know. Gosh, well, we talked about divorce last week, and I gave an example of, you know, what happened there. So that was probably, like, the most, like, physical way, I suppose. I mean, but it was prompted. Yeah, but it was, like, prompted through, like, what people would say your gut feeling or your yeah. intuition or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was something prompted me to literally get up and walk and then go look at something that was on the table. Yeah. And then I stared at it for a minute and I was like, I need to open that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw what I needed to see. <laughs> and that was that. Okay. So and you're like, Okay. Yeah. Moving on. How about you? I would say um, a big way is kind of similar, like sometimes where you just know, but I think like a really big, big way is anything that God says to you will always be confirmed by scripture. So it's going to be through the actual like word of God or when I'm reading um, scripture. And it's like, especially in the times when I feel like, oh, God's really quiet or I don't feel like I hear him very clearly that, I can trust that like who he is and the words he would speak to me are going mm-hmm. to be in scripture themselves. I would say that a really big way that he does speak to me too is through like people in my life. And um, I'm not saying that you necessarily have to like get, or like that's what I'm looking for. Like everybody in your life is going to be like, yes, 
go do all these things. But like the people that are super close to me that who are kind of like that dear circle. That's not something I thought about, but you're right. Too. Like, That's been used as well. Yeah. Just like usually those people that like genuinely know me, genuinely want the best for me. I know they yeah. pray for me. Like those kind of people usually can like speak or say something to my life where I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Let me think about that. Or yeah. Maria is usually that person for oh, me. I was say you've done it to me boatloads of times. It'll Alicia's be something, it it'll be something I agonize over me. and then I somehow like bring it up in conversation. And then Maria's like, well, maybe if. And I'm like, oh, dang. Okay. No, you do it to me too. I know. I love it. <laughs> but that's one of those things like I appreciate. And I think that's where it's like scripture yeah. talks so much about like seek counsel. Like, yeah. and you know, and you know, because you like, just, you feel that you feel that. And I think Deep too, inside. there's like, this piece oh no. I've come to find out. I feel like I've learned this over life of when I don't want to seek counsel. That's especially the very time I <laughs> need to seek counsel. Yeah. Like that's where I, I can think of like so many times where my where I'm like, Oh no. And then I'm like, Oh yeah, that so, would have been smart. Okay. Here's something off, off the cuff question that I'm going to ask you. Oh, shoot. Well, I guess I did it to you just to get your thoughts. Okay. Um, so for people that are, our, are, are, words are hard today. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I feel you. I'm very tired. Um, I'm on the struggle bus today, guys. I'm not <laughs> even going to lie, but we're here. Yeah, we're here. We're I'm here. We're doing this together. A little, little delirious today. Um, okay. So I think about for people who are not super familiar with the Bible or whatever. And what I think is interesting is in the old Testament. Yeah. God was very obvious with the way that he spoke to people. Yeah. I mean, there's plagues, there's, um, prophets, prophets, um, clouds fire clouds fire smoke i mean very like trembling mountains burning bushes all these things you know things like hey turn this like smack this rock again smack this stick against rock see oh my gosh (laughs) ah smack the stick against the rock and water will come out water will come out or speak throw that throw that stick on the ground it's going to turn into a snake Mm -hmm. pick it back up again it'll be a stick again Like, I mean, yeah. So what I'm, my question for you is, and, and then there's also, you know, the story of Elijah in, Mm -hmm. in Kings, second Kings, one of the Kings, I think second Kings, anywho, um, it's where the, it's that, it's that moment where he's, Mm -hmm. you know, on the run or whatever. And he, he goes into that cave, he goes into that cave. And then there's like, there's a huge wind that comes through And, but it says like, God wasn't in the wind. And then there was an earthquake and it says God was not Mm -hmm. in the earthquake. And then was there, there was fire, there was fire. And then, but God still wasn't in those things. So can you imagine sitting there and just being like, what in tarnation (laughs) is happening? I feel like I would be like, yeah, let me just go back in this cave. So then he kind of comes to the cave entrance. Yeah. And it isn't until it's like a whisper. that's like, why are you here? Yeah. And I feel like that, that instance is probably more of what he uses today. But why do you think just speculation? Why do you think yeah, yeah. he went from, I mean, cause I think that there are ways today in the world, but 
people don't really see it that way. You yeah. know, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not think, sure if I'm. Yeah, no, I think the <clears throat> big picture is, is it seems like his, his way of communicating with us is way more subtle. Yeah. Well, I think I have a few thoughts. My first, hear them. my first thought is this element of, we see an old Testament and we're, we're looking at hindsight. So old Testament for for those of you who aren't familiar with scripture, old Testament is like the first part of your Bible, mm-hmm. which is, or we call them like covenants basically, but it's like the, the old side of before Jesus came, that's right. the old Testament. So I think that's going to help kind of clarify a lot of like how I think and why he's talking changes. And then the second half is after Jesus has come and died and been resurrected and gone back up to heaven Mm -hmm. and then has sent his Holy Spirit. It sounds creepy. It sounds like, what? Like you might hear Holy Spirit. You might hear Holy Ghost. Like those terms are interchangeable. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. (laughs) Casper. Um, Side note, that movie was so good back in the day. And what was the boy's name in it? He was so cute. Devin Devin Sawa. Yeah. He was fine. What a little smoke show. Yeah, he was. Anyways, what happened to him? I don't know. All right. Okay. On. So anyways, I think <laughs> part of, I think also in the old Testament too, we as believers can look back and be like, Oh, why doesn't God talk to us? So that clearly now, or why doesn't it make sense? But then I think we also have to look at, we're reading it hindsight. So we're thinking he's speaking out loud, like every day to people like that. And it was like years in between. Mm, and so true. I think there's this element of like, yeah, you, we yeah. read it and we're like, oh my gosh, how could they not? How could they not just keep going or not trust him or mm-hmm. um, not hear him? But that's why like he had to speak through prophets because he only resided in one spot. And so it was only like one person could go and hear from him. And then he would be, he would be responsible in telling everybody. So there, I think there's that piece where when he did speak, it was so noticeable because he was quiet for so long. There was a period, I think they called it the silent years. And it was 400 years in between. Oh gosh, I did go to Bible school, but I don't she did. but it was like the silent years. See, And minus. it was like 400 years. Byron, I'm looking at you. Do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe I was talking about Malachi. <clears throat> Anyways, this is going to, don't quote me on it, but there really was a long, long period where I think we've all learned not to quote you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> there was this long period where like God didn't, people didn't hear from God and it was yeah. generations. And so that was kind of in that period before, <laughs> before Jesus died. That's what it was. It was like the, um, before Jesus came and like the last time, like a prophet spoke. Okay. And then there was like 400 years of silence and then Jesus shows up. So, I think what's different now is this concept and belief that Jesus died and went to heaven, sent his Holy Spirit. And he, there's this piece where he's actually telling his disciples, because his disciples are like, why are you leaving us? Don't go. And he, Jesus even says, it's far better for me to go because I'm sending you an helper, an advocate, a counselor. And um, the homie spirit, the homie spirit. So he goes and then now. Um, instead of it being like that one person or only a select few can hear him, he says, I'm going to send my spirit. So anybody who like calls on my name will now have the ability to hear from me. Yeah, that's good. So it just, I think it's one of those things he still speaks. It just looks drastically different and it comes more from like the inside than it does necessarily an outside thing. And I think with the story with the cave, 
there are things in scripture called types and shadows. And I think it's a real resemblance to that of what God was about to do through Jesus was taking like all these things that people knew got to be and then teaching that he is going to be in that still small voice mm-hmm. for when Jesus sends the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's good. Those are my two cents. Those are my thoughts. I like your sense. Um, so do you think it's normal to feel like you're okay? So a lot of times the way that we communicate with God is through prayer, mm-hmm. which before when I was younger, I used to think it had to be this whole like formal spiel thing. Where it's like, you know, let's do six our fathers or whatever, mm-hmm. like take a page from the Catholics and do a bunch of formal stuff before thinking that God's going to listen to you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure when it was that I realized like, no, you can just like start talking, talking to him, just have a conversation. You can just and, talk. <laughs> yeah. And so a lot of times I'm sure that I look like the crazy person talking to themselves, but you know, oh, me too. I'm probably just like, <laughs> it's like, no, I promise I'm what? having a conversation with someone. Yeah. So I pinky promise. So I say all that to say, like, is it normal to feel like your prayer life with God is a one-sided conversation? I think. Because there are seasons, you know, where it's like, yeah, it I was seems say like yes you can no. hear God very clearly. And like you are making your moves based on, a, on that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, where'd you go? Like yeah. we were saying a little bit earlier. Yeah, I think I want to say yes and no. So I think yes in times of like wilderness times, mm-hmm. like where your faith is being stretched and you're growing. And I also think yes from the side of sometimes we allow things into our life that don't line up with like what God has and that starts to block and cloud our ability to hear because our spirit's no longer sensitive. We become dull mm-hmm. um, where, um, yeah, like we're not seeking him as much or we're not longing to like have my life look like what he wants my life to look like. Like, so we start to allow little things or we um, let little things like slip that we normally wouldn't or, and not that it's all based off action, but it just becomes where it's like that can kind of, if we allow so much, it can kind of dull us and pull us away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always heard it said too that like, if God feels far he, he promises in his word to never leave us or forsake us. So that yeah, means so that you've moved, yeah, not him. Yeah. Um, so I think like those are kind of the two situations where it can feel um, that way. And then on the flip side, I, I want to say no, because I think it's this aspect of um, sometimes I think we are so used to instantaneous communication through text messaging, through social media, where it's like, if I send, if I, if I send somebody a DM, I can see when they saw it. And I can see if they didn't respond and I'm used to like, okay, they didn't see it back or the bubbles are going like, we're so used to immediate gratification that we never want to sit still and sit in quiet. Yeah. And then, um, turns out he just doesn't work like that. He just doesn't work like that. He (laughs) wants to sit and spend time. You're going to sit there and you're going to think about what you just asked me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I've caught myself in my life. I feel like very few times do I actually hear or get an answer from God in the moment that I'm praying but it comes later in the day or maybe the next day. Um, 
that I feel like that happens a lot when I feel like there's a big delay with mine sometimes yeah. for the most part. And I think it's just cause he's trying to get us to work on trust. And I think yeah. another big thing too, and the part of the reason why I say no, as far as like, does he not talk as much or, or to your question is he's going to talk to, he made each one of us. And so he's going to speak to each one of us the way that we're going to know that it's him because he yeah. knows how we communicate. He knows how we're going to receive things. That's he good. knows how, like he knows how to get through to me versus how to get through to you. We're two different mm-hmm. people. Like he can say something to you and you'd probably be like, cool, God told me that. And I'll be like, <laughs> I, I had no idea, you know, like, so <laughs> I think he's, he's such an intimate God that mm-hmm. he will, like, he will talk to us the way that we'll hear him and understand him the best. I remember yeah. Jacob um, Russell, he once said, he's like, I hear, he's like, usually when God's trying to speak to me, it comes in like, it's going to sound weird. Like it comes in voices. He's like, you just like the voice of my dad, the voice of PT or the voice. I forget who the third person was. And it's like the sound of that person giving wisdom. And usually that's like oh, his that's key to be like, Oh, God's trying to get through to me. Cause it's people who he's respected, who have walked before him in mm-hmm. things. And um, yeah. And I think the big, big, biggest thing is anytime you feel like God's trying to talk to you is if he's, whatever he's telling you, if it doesn't line up with scripture, it's not him. So that's why yeah. it's so important to, to have like spend time in the Bible and get to know it too. Yeah. And it's concepts. So I want to share something from like last week that I was thinking about. Cause I, if you know me, I am someone who always hesitates if someone asks me to pray or whatever. <laughs> but she prayed before we started today Which, though. So shout out to her. Okay cool um so you did i did um but it's funny because if i always feel like sometimes i am not articulating things correctly or that i'm like sometimes i just feel like i'm not i like i'm just grasping for the right words to say like i have stuff on my heart and there's there's scripture that says you know like he you know your that's the Holy spirit will work on your behalf to speak from your heart to Mm -hmm. what, to whatever it is that you need to bring to God. Like the Holy spirit will do that for you. But, um, I was thinking about that and like, just kind of, I came across this person's Instagram account. Okay. And her name is like Deanna or something. And I've sent you a couple of her, Oh yeah. Yeah. You're talking about, and she, I like, I like her stuff a lot. I love it. Yeah. It's so good. She speaks a lot about her conversations with God and they are incredibly full of wisdom and Mm -hmm. they're really inspiring. But more importantly, like something that I noticed was like, you can tell that what she is relating to her audience, like comes from a place of deep intimacy Mm -hmm. um, with her relationship with God. And it gave me pause one morning as I was out walking my dog and I was like, you know what? I've heard about your conversations with Deanna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I've been watching socials and I've been hearing like this conversation and it's not like out of jealousy. Yeah. Because it, because I find like, I'm like, wow, like she's got so much wisdom or whatever. Like it's not, yeah. it doesn't. I know it doesn't come from a bad place. Cause I'm like, that's inspiring to me. Like, I'm like, wow, like, I, I wish, want that. Yeah. Like I want that. And like, it's admirable that she can relate those things to people. Um, and, but I, I was like, you know, I don't feel like my conversations with you are to that level. And 
like, I know I'm in a wilderness season or whatever. And I told God, you know, like, I'm feeling like I'm not good at being articulate when I'm having conversations with you. Like, it makes me almost feel like I'm being fake or something. Mm. Like when I talked to him and like, I asked him, I was like, well, am I, am I being fake? (laughs) (laughs) Am I being fake in my conversations with you? you I'm really trying really hard. Yeah. And then, you know, I also told him, you know, like, I understand, you know, my wilderness season is not to be wasted. Like it's a time of, you know, doing, growing, learning, building mm-hmm. character and building intimacy with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like I've been working on all those things, but like something seems to be missing in like the intimacy department mm-hmm. area. Like for whatever reason, I just don't feel like I'm as close. Like I feel like I should be closer to him because yeah. I've been in this like season of life for going on four years now. Um, but, uh, so I say all that to say like one of the things like just kind of working through with you guys, like what, um, what I did to kind of work through that was just like, all right, so show me what it is like in my character. That's making me feel like I'm not, you know, being real or that I'm just like being surface level with you. And, you know, I partially don't believe that I, I partially like don't believe that because, like I have heard him like speak yeah. to me a few times, um, especially during the season. But I suppose like I'm over concerning myself with being like my own cause of missing out on the blessings that he has for me. Well, you know? and I, I think where we can get into trouble too sometimes is especially comparing different seasons. And especially if you're like in that wilderness season where like God's t- like, like growing and stretching you, it's really hard. Like if you compare yourself to someone who's in a season of that not being there. So then we can like we can really get to because I know like that's something that like we're we've both talked about like both in this wilderness season where I've been there's times I've been so frustrated where I'm like hello like yeah and it's like and (laughs) trying to knock knock (laughs) nope no one there no but there's times where it's like even hearing friends talk about like oh God told me this and God told me that and I felt this I'm like cool. I haven't like, and then I catch myself getting bitter and then all those things. I'm like, well, God can't do anything with bitterness in a heart. And so, Mm um, I think just having to like take and rest assured. And I don't know, one of the things I've been speaking in this past wilderness season is it it comes from the book of John and 10, John 10, uh, where he says that my sheep know me and I know them and they know my voice and the voice of a stranger they do not follow. And so I think one of the things like continually speaking over my life, because like what we speak in life really does have an impact is, is like, I know the voice of God. Like he speaks to me. I know him. I hear him, especially when I don't feel like I do. Yeah. Because knowing like that's ultimately like we were saying in the beginning of the podcast, like scripture, we have to go with what scripture says, because that is that is truth, despite what I feel, despite what I think, despite what I see. Mm-hmm. And like, that's what scripture says, too, is that like no, I do know him. And I know when he speaks to me and that, um, I think another thing tied to that is oftentimes like it says, uh, my sheep know my voice and the voice of a stranger, they do not follow, which is one of my favorite parts of that. And so yeah, that's good. kind of this thought of like, if I don't know what the voice is, like more than likely, that's not something that's coming from God himself because scripture says, I know when he speaks and how many times like when you hear something or you say something and you do something, you're you're automatically like, Oh yeah, no, I knew. Even if it was like far in between or, um, usually it's after something's like completely blown up in my face. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's but like, like, you're me. I'm like, oh, wait, oh, yeah, yeah, there it was. Yep, I remember. It was like, do you remember when you had that thought cross your mind? It was like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but is that this, one that I pushed to the side? That, that one. one? <laughs> but it's just usually, I think that piece of like, if I get so confused and I don't know what it is, and it's like, scripture also says God's not a god of confusion. So it's like, mm-hmm. especially in those dry times or those times that fe- we feel like we're stretching and He's not like crazy clear or crazy close like not believing the lie and starting to compare that like because I know that's something that I did where I was like what am I missing God am I that I'm starting to like nitpick my life which self-reflection isn't bad but it can also be very belittling and oh yeah because I can do that I can do that in a heartbeat and then it's like well what am and then it's like all of a sudden I'm in this comparison spiral trap and it's yeah immediately go to like what all right what am I doing wrong yeah and it's like what's take a look which is good like good to do God and like David says in Psalms, like, Lord, if there's any wicked way in me, get it out. Like, I don't want it. And so I think that's a good thing. But yeah, I think if we start to compare ourselves, we can use it for inspiration. But if we start to compare ourselves to somebody else in a different season, we're going to get real, we're going to get bitter real quick and we're going to get frustrated. And then it blocks that ability to be, to be intimate and to, to have that. Cause I think of, okay, think about, um, Think about when a couple fights and, um, (laughs) and so like a couple's fighting and how often in that moment, because of, um, like just frustration, it's really hard for them to stop, pull back and actually genuinely hear what the other person is saying. So I listen or listen. Yeah. So I think if, when we start to do that and we, we start to look and we compare and then we get frustrated. It's going to be really hard to hear God because we're, we're this heightened level of whatnot versus like emotion, emotion versus like sitting back and being like, cool, that's what you're doing in their life. I'm so happy for them. My life will get to that spot right now. Like where I'm at, isn't going to be for forever. Cause I think that's another major lie of the enemy is that where you are is what's going to last for forever, or you're never going to see the end of it. And in those moments, God's just trying to refine us and and get us to where we just trust him. Because I think so often we realize how much we don't trust him. We don't trust him with outcomes. We don't trust that he's going to keep us on the right path. We don't trust that. Um, we sometimes, especially too, after like, I know we had just the um, Philip on a few weeks ago, but where he was talking about how like one of the biggest things that people who after dealing with narcissists tend to happen is they have a really hard time trusting themselves. So we don't trust ourselves that we're going to make good decisions. So we really run into the situation where it's like, we really lack trust and that we lack that God's going to, this idea that God's actually going to get us out of the spot where we're in. We don't believe that he's going to talk to us. We don't believe that he wants to talk to us. And then all of a sudden that bitterness kind of creeps in and just makes it really hard. Right. Um, so whatever that's worth, those are my thoughts on that. I kind of went on a tangent. Are you guys? No, that was good. I thought that was really good. Um, I think, well, kind of to that question and you have a note here and I think it's really great. Um, like in our prayers and as you're seeking God, um, like we don't serve a God of confusion, like I mentioned earlier, but we serve a God of clarity. And if you're moving in the direction he wants you to go, he'll be sure that you understand that it's much easier to move a car and drive than it is to move a parked car. And it's okay to ask God for confirmation. You can look throughout scripture and God constantly confirmed things and showed him himself. And I think another big thing in, in that intimacy and in that willingness is 
we can hear God clear if we get our own idea of what we want God to say out of our mind. Because I think that's another piece too, where it's like, I want to come to God with this. This is the answer I want to hear. This is the direction I want him to tell me. And then he's trying to talk to us, but it's not what we are wanting or we think he's going to do. And so we, we push back against it because it's not what we're in our own mind thinking about. Right. And something else that I think is um, important too is involving other people Mm -hmm. in what you think that you're hearing to kind of get clarification on that. Because I remember one time where I was explaining a dream to you and yeah, (laughs) I remember that. And it was this specific dream that I had. And, um, I was like, I think that like something I like, I'm this dream felt different. Yeah. It was like really weirded me out. It's still like, it still sticks with me or whatever, but, um, I, was thinking about it wrong. Like I had thought like, Oh, what, how do you normally, how do people like normally interpret dreams? Well, then I was like referring to like what the world does, what people who don't believe in God look at dreams and how they interpret that. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to like go to Google. Okay guys. It was, um, I'll just say it. It was like, it was a pregnancy dream. Never had one of those freaked me out. She was preggers and lifting, lifting, (laughs) I was lifting weights while hey, like pretty pregnant. That's a so life I was excited goal. About that, I was that's like, a okay, life yeah, goal. Let's go. Yes, <laughs> but um, I had I was done that. But I thought like, okay, so it's like most people look at that and they think of pregnancy and like I know that it's a common interpretation to be like, okay, there's either you're either going to be birthing like an idea mm-hmm. or something like that. And so I was like, I'm going to be inspired soon, like. So- something cool is gonna happen my inspiration and then um, and then maria was like cool um considering literally everything that's gone on in your life um i think it sounds more like a promise to you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i was like oh Oh. (laughs) well maybe it is maybe it is yeah yeah so what do you say um or like, so take a situation like that or take scenarios. What are some things to consider when trying to determine if you're hearing from God? What would be some um, tips that you could give people? I would say give yourself some time to pray. Don't act on anything you think you heard. Yeah. For like 24 hours if you can, if you can help it. Yeah. Sometimes you have to move a little faster than that, just given whatever the situation Scenarios. is. Um, what is it they what they always told us in youth group growing up? They're like, is it God or gas? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> trying to determine between the two. Oh, gosh. All right. Um, Any more tips? Go yeah. ahead. Uh, ask yourself if what you're feeling encouraged to do or do not lines up with scripture. Like, for example... God will never bring like a romantic relationship into your life where the person of interest is already married. Yeah. Um, Checks out. (laughs) Like, and he'll also never tell you to like lie, cheat, steal, or bring harm to, you know, yourself, your loved ones, or virtually any other innocent being. Like he won't Mm -hmm. tell you to do those things. Um, Then another question that is like to ask yourself, like, does the outcome serve me or is it serving God? Like, Oh, that's a good one. um, If it benefits me rather than furthers his kingdom, then it's not coming from him. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing is not coming from him. Um, And then also just like the obvious, like ask for confirmation. And as we talked about that already, it's like he, 
has no problem clarifying things. Like I'm one of those people that's like, Lord, I am you gotta among, show me. I am among your special children that really needs some obvious confirmation here. Help. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me like I am an idiot. <laughs> and then I just don't understand. He's like, Well, yeah, I know you don't. Like you just, <laughs> it's usually like, okay. Anyway. Yeah, this is my internal dialogue that yes. most often happens. But um, basically, you'll know you're moving in the right direction. He wants you to go because yeah. he'll make sure that you understand that that's that you're doing what you what should you should. Yeah. Um, and then also, um, I brought it up too. Was like you know seeking wise counsel um, or ask someone who is more spiritually mature than you, than you. like what they think about what what you're thinking about. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes people see things that we don't and scripture is very clear about seeking wisdom. Um, in fact, that can be found in Proverbs 15, 22, which says for whatever reason, that's in the amplified version. I like the amplified version. Just like the way that it said it, but was without consultation and wise advice plans are frustrated, but with many counselors, they're established and they do succeed. Yeah. I think another tip I was thinking about this, um, is that sometimes too, like if we're trying to know if we hear from God the fact of like, if we don't want to invite counsel in, like how you said, seek counsel. Like if we yeah. get to the spot of like, I don't, I don't want to ask somebody in on this to look at it. I don't, I don't want to, then those would be like a, yeah, I never want to. Yeah. I, I almost never want to. Yeah. On, on times where it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, then that's definitely probably not something from God. If it's not willing to have like light shed or that's an indicator that you do need to bring some or you indicator of like yeah you should probably talk to somebody about this because they're going to see something and i think when you're talking about the council piece too it's not saying that what you see doesn't exist it's just saying like you bring other people in and they can see the big picture or they can see things yeah it's just like when you get in a quite see it's just like when you get in a relationship with somebody and um you know you've got your rosy love soaked glasses on and um (laughs) which is so easy to do like no one's denying that (laughs) at all byron perks up what especially when they find fine that was a good description love soaked glasses that was a great description i'm writing later i feel like that's a 70s song (laughs) probably we we love soaked glasses isn't there um nope hear me out there's a song called rose colored glasses i think it was by the band america yeah 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 or bread. Anyway, go ahead. America, but anywho. Okay. Um, you know, sometimes we ask our friends or whatever, like, Oh, what do you think of, what do you think of my new boyfriend? Yeah. And then they're like, did you know that he like, um, kicked a cat on his way inside of the house? Like I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that. <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. You know what weird, I've, I've caught myself doing weird too. example, but I'm like, okay. Okay. Well, like that come from Wilson? I'm not sure. Well, I don't, I don't want to be with someone who kicks cats. No, I don't even like cats, but I don't recommend. So don't kick cats. Being mean to them. Or what I catch myself to, and I've done this in life. Um, John Conley is rose colored glasses. Really? How about that? 1978. Let's go. Let's go. 70s. 70s made some good music, though. Heck yeah. I'm going to say that. But he didn't say love soaked anything. No. <laughs> no. What am I? What song? I should I'm write a poem. Of a song. I should write a poem. I dare you to do that tonight. Mm, maybe not tonight. Okay. Tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Next week. When, when I've had sleep. Okay. Deal. 
Um, but I've thought of this where I've done this before too, where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I brought counsel in, but I realized like the counsel was people that I brought in who I knew would agree with what I was going to say. Mm, and so yeah. like, I've done that before where I'm like, oh yeah, I talked to people about it. I asked them their they opinion. Just affirm what you want. Yeah. No, you ask people who wouldn't challenge you or who would, gosh, I can think of a couple situations off the top of my head where I'm like, yeah, totally did that. I think um, an older version of myself, I used to do that. Yeah. But now I'm just like, I don't care how don't bad care. it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I just want Jesus and I want what he has. Tear period. me down. Do whatever you need to do. Be yeah. as harsh because I can take it. Like, I I don't want to misinterpret things. Because yeah. I've apparently been doing that for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but that also shows you, like, life, like, lessons in learning, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, or even being able to catch. Because in the moment, I didn't think that's what I was doing. I was like, I'm asking people about it. I'm I'm bringing, like... I'm putting light to it. It's like, no, you're asking people who probably aren't going to challenge it or aren't going to poke holes in it. And if mm-hmm. it pokes holes and it still floats, cool. But just getting that other perspective from people, like you said, who are much wiser than us, who have walked before us and who have um, a bit more wisdom than what we do. Yeah. Do you want to go over um, three different ways we can hear God's voice? Yeah. Um, the first one would be um, by taking personal time and spending that with him in his word. Yes. And that's based out of Isaiah 50 verse four. Yeah. Are you looking that up for your references? Um, I can. And then, yeah, I'm going to look it up. Isaiah 50 verse four. One second, please. Let me thumb through my phone here. I really do like Isaiah. That's maybe another one of my favorite books. Isaiah is pretty good. Um, I'm reading a book right now uh, and it's about being in the wilderness and he references Isaiah a lot. And I really, it's been opening my eyes to seeing it in new ways. Okay. It says the Lord is the sovereign Lord has given me his words of wisdom so that I know how to comfort the weary morning by morning. He wakens me and opens my understanding to his will. Oh, that's good. Sheesh. Okay. Then part number two is worship and prayer together based out of Acts 13. That's a whole chapter. So that's we don't an have entire to, chapter. We want to look up that one. Nope, that's 3.13. Acts 13, y'all. Acts 13. And then the third way. Well, what's this about, though? What's this chapter about? Worship and prayer together? Or are you talking about? Paul's first it? missionary journey. Um, he preaches in Antioch. I'm just giving you guys cliff notes of what's happening in this chapter. Okay, anyway, it's Paul and Barnabas. That's what happens. And Paul turns to the Gentiles and tells them, like, hey, let's go. Let's go. Let's go to them. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay. that's Paul and Barnabas adventures. That's a great, they're a great duo <laughs> to take a look at. They were. Yeah. Okay. And then there's personal uh, words of edification. Yep. And that is going to be out of Colossians 3.16. And so that is going, let me get to not to be one. Not to be confused with Stone Cold 3.16. Correct. That would be correct. <laughs> and that how said, I just made a wrestling reference. I am not I mad know, about it. But I'm not mad about it. Okay, three sixteen says this. It says, "Let the message about Christ and all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom He gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts." Ooh, can I tag on to that? Well, of course. Go on to verse 17. It says, whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him 
to God the Father. I think just to hammer on what you were saying, like he's never going to have you do something yeah. that goes against him, his character, what he has for you. So like, just, I love that part was like, whatever you're doing, you're doing it as a representative of the Lord. Yeah. And so like, that's a good way to kind of tell, like, am I hearing from God? Is this going to represent God? Well, mm, that's a good question to ask yourself too. Yeah. Sweet. Yes. Well, nice. Yeah. I think I'm out of thoughts. I'm out of thoughts. I think, man, I, I do feel like around this topic, I do have a lot of thoughts because there's so much about like he's always talking to us. Are we listening? Well, oh, yeah. that was a, that I, think, was. I think that if you're not doing those three things though, then like it's obviously it's going gonna to be, be really, really hard. Difficult. It's going to be really difficult to hear him. Yeah. hundred percent. Or that like, or to hear counter him. that he will do things to make sure that you, that you hear him. I mean, because I mean, there's times where he was speaking to me where I wasn't really walking with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was a believer, but I just was out doing my own thing. And there were several times that he spoke to me and confirmed things for me mm-hmm. and guided me through stuff, even though like for what, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I think had no of- business. <laughs> I didn't deserve any of that. That's what's so cool about like yeah. his grace is that, I wasn't in no way, shape or form living my life in a way that I should. And yet he was still, he still like came through for me on a lot of things. It makes me think of their story where Peter's walking on the water and he starts oh, to, Oh, Peter, that's your boy. That's my homie. Homie. Um, but just <laughs> that concept of where it makes me think of two scenarios in scripture where Peter's walking on the water, which would be pretty legit. And then he starts to look and he gets worried. He sees the waves, he freaks out, he panics and he starts to sink. And then it says, and Jesus rescued him like immediately. And then I also think of the prodigal son where when the prodigal son kind of hit rock bottom and realized I'm doing this on my own, I can't do this anymore. And then he turns and comes back and the father sees him afar off and the father takes, takes off running that even though like those moments, like you were saying, he's so gracious that he will like, he comes to you like you, the second you're like, yeah. okay, God, yeah. when it comes from a genuine place of, I want to hear you. I want, I like, I need you. I need you to save me. I need like help. Like sometimes I've heard that said that as one of those powerful prayers is the word help when it's cried out with a sincere heart. Mm-hmm. And like, he's right there. Cause his grace is so, so, so big. So if you haven't heard from him in a while, or if you've pushed him to the side, He's right there and full of grace to come have that relationship and that intimacy with you to be able to talk to you. Okay. It's kind of off topic, but I have a question. Yeah. Do you think that when Peter was walking on the water, were his feet, did his feet get wet? I think so. You think so? I do. I think he was like on it, but because of the waves, like water would have been maybe like hitting it. What about Jesus? I think his feet probably would have been wet. <laughs> I think that just a random thought I had. Cause it would be like a storm. <laughs> it would be like a storm on an ocean. Like I've ever seen deadliest catch. Yeah, I mean, I picture that, but those, those dudes just trying to walk on that. So I think there'd probably be and enough that he would feel like he was going to sink. All right. Like if he wasn't getting wet, he would feel kind of maybe protected. would be my thought. Well, that's it. What do you, you think they didn't? I don't know. Well, what's your thoughts? I didn't have any. I'm just, oh, <laughs> okay. I didn't have an answer. <laughs> it's just like, 
Okay, honestly, oh, I was listening to a podcast earlier today. And it's called Let's Get to the Bottom of That. And it is, they do little conspiracy stuff. Yeah. And the episode that I was listening to, I haven't finished it yet, but it was like partway through talking about, it's called Down the Rabbit Hole, <laughs> just talking about various things. And the there was the whole like, is water wet? No, it's not wet because that's the, that's what water does. Water makes things wet. Like okay. things get wet as a result of water. Water is water itself. So it's not it's not wet because it's just water. So that's what it made me think of. But isn't Did what's Peter's wet feet really get wet though? Well, hear me out. Isn't what's wet leftover water on it? And that's what makes it wet? I don't know. Oh gosh. Okay. I, we ourselves are going down a We are going down a rabbit hole. A path, to end it on to end not. it on this rabbit hole. What came first, the chicken or the egg? That's such a dumb question. It's not dumb. Not if you're asking me, is water wet? Chickens. Okay, that was my thought too. God was like, here you go. Here's some chickens, yeah. Here you go, Adam. Figure out a name for that thing. Flopping around. I used to, my dad lived on a dairy farm, so he taught me how to hypnotize chickens as a kid. Whatever that's worth for you. Okay, where's Okay. What was be before they would eat them that they yeah. would anyway okay. well they've had enough of us okay thank you all for t- thank you all for tuning in yes thank today. you so much for tuning in today <laughs> be sure to check our <laughs> oh god i'm sure you don't regret it uh, yeah. at all sorry to have wasted 49 minutes of your day uh, be sure to check out our website at www.boldco.studio where you can learn more about us or stream episodes if you don't have a preferred platform you use already you can email us with thoughts questions comments Bring your hater aid, whatever. Or if there's a topic you'd like for us to discuss, go ahead and shoot that over to info at boldco.studio. Uh, be sure to like and rate us on whatever streaming platform platform you found us on. Oh my gosh, this is so hard. And finally, give us a follow on Twitter at boldwomenco. And we're on Instagram at boldwomen.podcast. We also have a YouTube channel and we have a newsletter. It's coming out at some point. I have no idea when. I'm not in control of these things. But we have it. We got it. And you know what? And with that, I bid you adieu. Bid you adieu. Thanks, Thanks for hanging out. Bye. Bye.